the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, we got to take a break while we do. <laughs> Trace is on the porch with us. Uh-oh. Whoa. Goodness, Trace is being buzzed. All right. Hey, it's a beautiful day out here at Millburgers. Uh, it is a, uh, and lots of folks. I out hope it too. warms up. Yeah. Okay, you're too loud. <laughs> well, Milton calling it a beautiful day. Yeah. You hope it warms up? I don't. <laughs> oh, you don't? Funny. It's funny warm, but I was te- yeah. teasing you about Every day is a wonderful day. It's uh, it's awfully pretty. I mean, we're on the porch, and yeah, it's uh, a cool breeze blowing from yeah. somewhere. Yeah, right? from, breeze, from the south. A breeze is blowing. I think it's that fan behind him. It's that, and the, there's a nice breeze if, if oh, you look at the flags. That, that, fan, that fan must just they be blowing on him. I don't Yeah, feel they're it. all hitting me. Milton stopped That's it. That's good. It no, is, it it is it not hitting you at all? Nope, doesn't oh, rotate it far is. enough to get him. All yeah, right, y'all talk to each other. i got to help Calvin. No, stay there. That's right. Yeah. Yesterday, after you left, Calvin, the uh, the peach man is back from Fredericksburg Peaches. Yeah, I saw that, and I walked over and there. And it's wonderful. They're wonderful. And he waved to me, yeah. They're early peaches, obviously, since they're ready already. And they're they're big. They're nice, good-sized peaches. And uh, Actually, he, he brought me one over. And... Uh, they weren't June gold. No, 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 no. no. Had a weird one I've never like, heard of. Like tasty and delicious or something. Yeah, yeah, Something that's like right. that, yeah. That's right. And they were. <laughs> but anyway, he brought some over, and, and they were not wrapped in a napkin. He said, you're going to need this for the juice. And he was right. They're juicy, too. Oh. But uh, were they clean? They're, they're clean. They're clean stone, meaning the stones, when you break up, open the meat, it... Uh, the seed is not but it really easy to get out. Yeah, must uh, must not have been Florida King because they're not quite no, that juicy. No. no. But uh, the interesting thing about it, when I opened the napkin to get the peach out, it had no fuzz on it. And I said, I said, this is a nectarine. That's the only time I've ever seen a, you know, a fuzzless peach. But uh, he said, no. He said uh, they've got a machine up in Fredericksburg. I guess it brushes the fruit, you know, so so they clean them off, and it takes all that fuzz off. Really? So every peach he's selling over there looks like a nectarine, tastes like a peach. Ah. It's fuzz free. So, so you're telling I mean, me I might like the peaches? <laughs> is, that, is that why you don't like that, them? That is my 
biggest problem with a peach? We, we've solved that problem. Or yeah. they've solved that problem. I was wondering if, I, mean, it's, if I'd like it without the, the fuzz. You get used to it all the years. Yeah. Well, I, I never got used to eating the fuzz. Yeah, okay. Because this is course, your mother uh, used to take. She would appeal. She would appeal the she fuzz. She would appeal my mother, and she would not have gotten me those clean stone peach because I might, I might, choke on the seed or something. Oh, okay. Because she loved me very much. I apparently. <laughs> Somebody has to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I say? I said so only in, a mother could love. I said that yeah. in past tense. It makes me wonder about. Uh, <laughs> His brother. Of course, I knew his brother. His brother was nice. Wait a minute. <laughs> Which brother are we talking about? And the bro- oh, <laughs> the brother that uh, worked with us on the show for yeah, several yeah. years. Yeah, it was go. a lot of fun. We were ahead of our time with videoing the show. There you go. Yeah, he, he was ins- <laughs> we ha- we <laughs> have insistent, and uh, Jerry would be make a face because. Uh, his brother would say, Is you, have you set up the, the equipment? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jerry go, oh, man. Yeah, he had the, the one best thing that my brother did for the show was to find and turn us on to uh, Dennis. And, uh, yeah. Uh, he and Dennis were buddies. And, uh, in, in, in fact, Dennis uh, wrote me a couple of weekends ago. And yeah, I saw that. Told me that, that was nice. it was my brother had passed away 10 years ago wow. on May something. It's hard to believe it's been know. 10 years. Yeah, that's what he said. Gracious. But anyway, as I was walking up here. Yeah, what would you see? I got excited. I saw some little Prada Mexican bird of paradise, Prada Barbados, uh, which Trace tells me they're in gallons, I guess, right? And gallons. Uh, nursery number nursery one. number one. Number one. The number one pot. And uh, they're they're uh, selling for twelve ninety nine. Which I think it I think it's a it's a chance you take starting a small one that small at this time of the year. Sometimes it takes two years for them to grow. But over to the to the right of the Looking at it from inside, from the right, to the right of the sales bin, there's a bunch, a lot of uh, three number three gallons, regularly twenty four ninety nine, sell two for forty dollars. That's twenty dollars a piece. Are they blooming? Any of them blooming yet? No, but no. they're big enough. They're going to be blooming in you, two just, weeks. My, those in my neighborhood have started to bloom. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all you got to do is see them in bloom to think, <laughs> gosh, those are nice plants. I need some of those. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's the best buy. It's on sale. You know, the other thing besides... And will the, you pay uh, tax yeah. on that if you get it today or tomorrow? I don't know. Do no, you? not the plant. Yeah, not today. Not tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the thing about them, they're beautiful. They're, they're really exotic looking. Oh, yeah. Airy, airy and... Uh, Flowers are glowing the dark oh, orange. They're beautiful. But the other thing, they're one of the one of the top uh, uh, pollinator attractors, especially oh, yeah. especially butterflies. Oh yeah, yeah the butterflies time. really like them. 
I think, I think I've got pictures on plantanswers.com. Where of, you've ta- uh, of, back when you used to talk to the butterflies. Yeah, back when I, I mm-hmm. they were. You it really, was very loud back then. You when can get uh, the butterflies didn't really talk back. Some spectacular pictures uh, with those butterflies on those flowers. You know, speaking of uh, spectacular. Just name the name the butterfly you want on there, Milton, and I'll get a picture. Mm-hmm. There was uh, <laughs> a tiger swallowtail Fred. here this yeah. morning. Yeah, tiger swallowtail here this morning. They're pretty, and, and they're and, yellow too. Yeah, and uh, last weekend we had uh, uh, giant swallowtails. Yeah. So, yeah, they're pretty. Bo- both of them are spectacular. And I also, <laughs> you're, you're selling a few uh, trace. You're selling a few porters, porter weeds over there. Mm. Well, we've already restocked it since yeah. y'all, y'all left. Uh, <laughs> and do you have more Cassandras coming? Because you got uh, uh, some left, but well, they're popular. There's a handful at another spot. But, okay. Uh, He's got to move those around. Okay. It is, a hol- it is a holiday weekend, so I can't see what's available for next week. Oh, no. Until Tuesday, because none of them are functioning tomorrow. Oh, that makes sense, I guess, but still. Unfortunately, that means I have to come into work on Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Back to life. <laughs> I can't send it to your house, or <laughs> no? Okay. Do you two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free it's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on in your gardening world? When he when he has time, can uh, Trace go back through and tell us about the caladiums again? He has got, got a real neat selection of a variety of them. Trace. Well, talk. Some, so of get, them, some of them are the work in sun, and some of them. We had, yeah, we got different colors. Most of them, well, let's start with all caladiums do well in the shade. Okay. Um, we do have two varieties that can tolerate some, if not all day sun. Uh, strap leaf is a series. So, you know, normally caladiums have ears. You know what I mean by that, Milton? Mm-mm. Okay, so like Mickey Mouse, they have the little ears that pop up like an elephant ear. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's a sign that it's a shade caladium. A oh. sun caladium either has no ears or it only oh. has one ear. Did okay. the other ear burn off or what? I, I don't know. God, <laughs> God made him with one ear or no ears. Oh, that's sad. So the that's one I have the, right now is the Van Gogh the, variety. Do you use your There you go. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think I have ginger, which is uh, kind of white with freckles, uh, yeah, pink was, freckles. But the and one you liked? The one I, is my favorite is Miss Muffet. Okay. That, that is also... It's really white with pink splotches, uh, whereas the ginger looks more, uh, well, like a gingerbread. Okay. These are both, and it looks like they're both in number three and then number one, some number ones down there, huh? Well, there are some six-inch pots. There's some four-inch pots. There's some gallons. There's some eight-inch pots, and I think some ten-inch pots. Had lots so of colors. The, the, the sun a- ones are only in four-inch pots uh, and I think ten-inch. The Miss Muffet's a 10-inch, and the Ginger, I believe, is a 4-inch. So a lot of, lot of them to choose from. And uh, if you're looking for something a little different in the, in the shade, and then even, as Trace mentioned, that uh, some of them that will do really well in the sun. Of course, it's a real test if, they're, if we're going to have a summer full of 99-degree weather, mm. even for sun-loving caladiums. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's talk about the Top Tomato Contest coming up here at Millburgers next week. All the information that you need is at millburgernursery.com. You got your cheat sheet on you? Huh? Yeah, there it is. I got it. 
Oh, you got one? Okay. I have mine, but it's behind me. All right. <laughs> Let's see. We have two divisions, Cherry and Smaller. That's Division 1, and that entries must include a minimum of six tomatoes. Uh, regular tomatoes, large and medium, uh, must include a minimum of three. There are three prizes for each division. First is a $75 gift certificate to Millburger. Second is a 50 And third is a 25 Plus, there's the biggest tomato based on weight, which gets a $100 Millburger's gift certificate. And there is Best of Show Champion, which gets a $50 gift certificate. But you have to have won another prize, so you get it in terms, I guess it's the first place from cherry and smaller, cherry or regular, right? Yeah. Okay. And there's also uh, bring a bowl filled with your best veggies, picked fresh from your garden, but don't include tomatoes. And uh, this will be the best display of non-tomato veggies. We'll win a $50 Millburger gift certificate. And the criteria is all on the web. And, Trace, what about, you know, just for entering? Can they have something? So, yeah, you skipped uh, the most important. I know. Everybody's a winner. I buried the lead. So uh, everybody gets a $10. Every participant Mm -hmm. that that puts an entry in gets a $10 gift certificate. Now, and Milton mentioned the uh, cherry tomatoes. He said you have to have more than six. They do best in the contest normally when they're in that vine when they're hooked. On the cluster. On the cluster, Yeah. Rather than just a pile of them. Yeah. But you got to find a cluster where they all match, at least in size and shape. Yeah, that's true. Well, the the deal is on the heaviest tomato, the tomato, heaviest it, tomato. It can be pretty or ugly. Yeah, it can be. Uh, most of them are ugly because they're those heirloom. <laughs> Cher- Cherokee purples have been the, yeah. the one that has won, they, won quite a bit. They've had some pretty good-looking Cherokee purples. Yeah, and they're getting better. People... I think if you get used to growing them, and if you grow it to produce yeah. three or four large. Uh, <laughs> and realize that's about all you're going to yeah. get. And, uh, and it's a big vine. Keep track of, uh, discourage the uh, raccoons and whatever else is uh, helping themselves to your tomatoes. Yeah. You Speaking really of well. tomatoes, we have Will on the line with a tomato question. 210-308-8867. Hey, Will, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing? Just fine, thanks. How are you guys doing? Good, good. What's going on? Well, you were talking yesterday about the bottom root rot on the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And I did have I did have that problem with uh, the rodeo tomato this year, but only with one tomato. The rest of them are all just fine. But initially I was having problems, I think, with the uh, plant drying out. Uh, yeah. I had it in, in a I had it in a pot, and uh, it dried out kind of in between uh, waterings, and uh, yeah. so I started watering it a little bit more. And the other thing I did was late in the afternoon, I had a, a big umbrella that I put over the t- two plants that I have. You're being and nice to your to tomato. That's good. Yeah, that there were ma- really there's been master gardeners that did that too. That uh, <laughs> yeah. And I think I added some more mulch on top, and, and uh, I think that really the watering has a lot to do with uh, the problem. Yeah, we didn't we didn't emphasize it yesterday, but uh, when you got ninety five degree temperatures out yeah. there, and you got your tomatoes in a container, yeah, boy, it's mm-hmm. tough to keep them uh, enough water and that water moving through. Yeah, there. is the container black? Is it a black plastic container? 
No, it's a, it's an old a piece. It's a, a steel, I think, a aluminum steel. It's an old, old. It might be 20, 30 years old. Oh, okay. Um, something like they used to like have cattle water type thing. Oh, but a okay. Smaller, smaller, much smaller. Uh, I've, oh, I've grown them in there. I've grown them in there for three, four years, and uh, I think this is the first year that I had a problem with the, the bottom yeah. roof rock. Now and the it was one, only on the, the the one that had the black spot on it was it the very first one to set fruit? I'm not sure. There was probably uh, half a dozen on there already. And I just happened to notice that one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and since yeah, that's, then, that's you know, I've the picked, usual pattern. I've picked, yeah, I picked uh, maybe seven or eight, and I probably got twenty-five or more still on there. So, it's oh, doing wow. real good. So it's uh, yeah. passing the test so far. Huh? <laughs> it is so far. It's doing real good. And they, you, uh, you wouldn't consider uh, thinning about half of those off, would you? Uh, no, they're too green for you, Jerry. They're just uh, you just wouldn't like them. You wouldn't like them at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We gotta leave them get a little bit riper. Okay. I, All right, guys. Uh, Thanks, Will. Yeah. We enjoy. Milton, do you think that some of our listeners, when they're talking with Jerry and he's giving them that kind of advice, and they're saying yes, 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 they're just just kind of let's blowing it off and <laughs> oh, get rid of me. I'll get so me the, off. This right. is where the podcast thing or whatever we would do, where they can see his facial. Yeah, expression. that's why we need to do video. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. Speaking of watering and watering a well, when you water, don't forget Millburgers has the Tree Hugger Sprinklers. Uh, they come in 7, 11, and 15-inch caliper. It unhinges. And then it hinges back around the tree so you can water it. Uh, and oh, halfway. Yeah, make a half moon. Jerry's method. And uh, the half moon. <laughs> half moon method. But, uh, yeah, so uh, it's, uh, you can then turn the water up to a little drip. Uh, or you can uh, go so that water is the root ball. Or a uh, more water, and then it sprays out further to get the um But then your neighbors plant. see it. Your neighbors so do it, it on your watering day. Do not follow. No, this is the opinions of Doctor Parsons are purely his own. <laughs> I said a word. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to. So you um, just want the water to be squirting out no, those holes no, about no, no, uh, no. four I'm not, inches. I'm not going to go there. You're on four your own. High. When the saws police come and get you and take you away, who's well, going to feed your dogs? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, but we've spent years developing those. Regulations and they and they've worked. <laughs> yeah, and they saved a lot of water. So for me to so use. You, uh, <laughs> so you want to be efficient. You want to be effective. You want to get the tree hugger sprinklers and here not, at not get caught by something. here at Millburgers or at HEB. <laughs> you left that and, out. Uh, no, I didn't leave nothing out. <laughs> okay, so you can find out more about them at treehuggersprinklers.com. I we rec- are going to take a quick break. I recommended one yesterday to the guy that was here. Oh, after good. The show. Okay. We'll talk about it when we come back. Okay. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, yeah. So he got some of your uh, 
Barbados. Playa de Barbados, yeah, Poinciana. Which are on sale. Really? We're $24.99 a piece. Uh huh. And the uh, number three pot? Yeah. Is that number three? Okay. And they're now uh, two for $40. And that's what that fella has. Yeah. And he'll, <laughs> he'll uh, be sure that they'll bloom and be pretty this year. Yeah. Well, the little ones, I don't know about those little ones. Um, well, if they freeze down, they'll come back. And Yeah, yeah, well, uh, a lot of times the little one has to be a certain size, about the size that he's got he's there got... In, in, the, in the cart. But, um, All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866 8867. Yeah, so I had to leave. What was that guy talking to you about yesterday? Oh, yeah. Uh, you're a real nice guy. And he, he walked up. <laughs> For some reason, he got the showtimes. Uh, yeah, he thought it was, he thought, thought it, like, started it, too. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, he caught me on the porch. It was cool. And yeah. I wasn't walking. He said, are you Dr. Jerry Parsons? And No, I'm Dr. Calvin Finch. I got to go, he said. He tried that. That didn't work. Uh, what's the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the question? Yeah. Well, I recognize the tree as a, as a maple. Really? Yeah. And uh, he, said, he said it was a Shantung maple. Okay. You know, and it was, I guess, back when we did the first promotion, you know, that was a Texas, that is a Texas superstar. Uh, about the only maple that'll survive for a period of time. And uh, his was uh, 10 or 15 years old. I guess, uh, it's hard to believe we did that promotion that far long, that long ago. But uh, after those hard, hard freezes, his, his, uh, the lead, uh, the, uh, it's, it's got new growth on it, new leaves. <laughs> but they tend to wilt. And uh, he's been watering them at the right place and putting, he knows how much water he's, <laughs> he knows how much water it's, uh, it's, it's been, uh, he's been putting on him. And the leaves look healthy. Yeah. And there's leaves all the way up and down the trunk. And, uh, but they have a tendency to wilt. And uh, no matter how much he waters, and he's willing to water as much as he needs to. I said, well, uh, you know, that's going to be expensive for you. I, he told me how many hundreds of gallons he was using in, oh my in the drip line of the thing. He loves this tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, <laughs> I think that trees uh, and a lot of trees have, have lost some of their root system, frozen. They killed, and the root system that's alive are are feeding, are, are nourishing those leaves that you see on them. So eventually, if you keep it well watered, what you're doing, the roots will uh, regenerate, will come back, come back. And uh, so you're doing everything you need to do. I don't think I don't think I'd fertilize it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to fertilize it with anything, you fertilize it with Miracle Grow or something like that. But it's a big tree. Like I said, it's <laughs> pretty size, good sized tree. And uh, 
it'll it'll come back. And I was telling him about this wonderful new item that I found called the tree hugger sprinkler. Uh huh. And as big as his tree is, he needs a bigger one. Even though you can use yeah. a half moon. <laughs> he needs a fifteen inch caliber? Yeah. And and open it. Okay. Yeah. But I said the the de deal with that is you can barely turn it on. Like I said, my son Jeremy turns turns it on. And <laughs> he turns it on, which is basically a fourth of a turn. I yeah. mean just barely turn it on. You don't even know if you turned it on. And uh and then I I watch it and wait till it stabilizes and then see how how the squirts are. The interesting thing about that, I think Calvin mentioned it the other day. We used to do the same with drip irrigation hose because people would say, "Well, how much how much should I turn it on pressure-wise?" Well, most people can't just can't uh, <laughs> calculate the the pressure. Uh, yeah, I think that at one time they had pressure regulators sold with a kit for that thing. But the simple way to do it is turn the water faucet on at the at the origin and uh, have wait till the uh, drip tube stabilizes and then uh, make sure that the uh, little squirts. The drip, they say drip irrigation, but it's more like squirt irrigation. And uh, <laughs> make sure it's coming out uh, three to four inches at a time. Hey, we got uh, Gordon on the line. It sounds like he's got maybe a similar question for us. He's got an oak tree root ball question. Uh-oh. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Gordon. What's going on? Yeah, hi. Um, I live up here in Bernie. And they're building all these new homes across the street from me and all over. They had these native oaks that were in this vacant lot. You know, yeah. they've been there, like, for years, beautiful oaks. And they started digging them up. And then one of them that was about at least 25 feet tall or something, 30 feet mm. tall, and the trunk's about 8, 9, 10, 12 inches thick. And he dug it up, just pulled it over, and he's going to take it home with him, but it wouldn't fit. So... I went across the street, and I said, hey, you think that thing, can? I can take it? So he said, sure. So I paid a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks. We dug a hole. In the road. Well, there wasn't much root ball, but you could see a little bit of roots, uh, baby roots, I think. So we dug up about, a, I guess, a three-foot, four-foot with using his backhoe. I went to Home Depot, bought some fertilizer stuff, or a soil, native uh, soil that would blend with their native rocky. I have this rocky soil up here. So we dug a hole, moved a lot of rocks, stuck it in there, and I've just been watering the heck out of it. And uh, I'm not going to overwater because I, I need some oxygen, I think. But right now the leaves have changed, and now they look kind of dead-looking. So the question is, is I mean, they're, they still got leaves, but they changed from that dark green, I guess, to a more of a light, very light, yeah. like it's have they any dried up or off? something. Have any fallen huh? off? Have any of the leaves fallen off? No, not yet. And how but long has it been dug? I dug it a couple of days ago, about three, three days, oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, you're not so, you're not going to be able to overwater it, so don't. No. Yeah, just, <laughs> just just be real generous for the for a month or so, and just but, keep watering and watering. At least once a week. 
Yeah, I would eat more. I'd be, yeah, probably twice a week. Yeah, I'd twice be. a week. Okay. So, and is there a chance? Only, only applied there on the on the root ball. In other words, yeah. the roots that you dug up. So that tree hugger okay. would help you too. Sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Okay, I've been spraying it. Uh, the leaves in the trunk with water, and I just sitting in a lounge, lounge chair watering it. But will it? You think it'll survive? Hmm. You want an honest answer? Fifty, fifty, maybe. Um, don't don't fertilize anymore. <laughs> okay, I'm not fertilizing. Yeah, I'm just, you, I just you only yeah fertilize once you uh, start seeing new growth if it comes. Uh, no, I'm not fertilizing. Years. I'm just leaving the natural soil there. It's, I, I make sure the root ball is exposed, and I'm just you know I sit out there every evening with a hose, and I've just been making sure it's got that little. It's got a nice pond of water that go. up in when the hill country. When will he know? Here. When would you expect if it was going to survive? He'd start to well, see. Um, my sometimes what'll happen is uh, Jerry was talking about this, where there'll there'll be a retreat. You know, there'll be some leaf drop. There'll be yellowing of the leaves and things, and and then suddenly it'll stop, and then it'll kind of okay. We're done retreating. Now we're going to try to hold what we got and start going forward. So you you, you don't want to. Fifty-fifty uh, is probably a big uh, percentage, uh, but you, there, there's a chance it'll survive. See the, okay, uh, the, the the commercial way they did they dig them, and uh, they did they dig them and ball ball and burlap them, and try to contain that root system that they've dug up, and then let them sit there for, I guess a year and a half two years, and uh, pr- probably even if a commercial digger. Uh, Fifty percent of, uh, of li- livability is good. Is a good wow. Idea. Because you okay. you you you're, you're eliminating eighty percent or more of that root system. Oh. Now, if you keep it well watered, like you're doing, uh, like I said, I've I've seen a a live oak with eighty uh, percent of its root system uh, removed. Now it's taken twenty or thirty years for that thing to come back, but it's back. Hmm. Wow! And, uh, but uh, so you you got some some invested. Let's see. Are you on city water or you got a well water? No, we got the over here where I live. They charge you have private wells and they charge you hundreds of dollars a month just for uh, you know if it's just me in a house. It's I get a bill two hundred dollars. It's private wells, but I just. I don't care. I'm going to keep watering that sucker because it's such a beautiful uh, oak tree that I just can't see them being dumped over because they want to put a new house. So I just, I said, just bring it over into my lot and just bury it and let's plant it there. And now it, it looks like a, uh, what do you call those cotton trees that color? It's turned, the leaves kind of turn very light like uh, cotton. Um, what do you call it, pear apple tree or something? Oh, there. oh yeah. So the the dark, the green is turned kind of light. So when you drive by, it gives it a different look to it. So I'm just hoping that uh, that it's gone through a shock and that the the shock of r- r- ripping it out and then replanting it 
and hopefully that'll it'll take a you know it'll start to grow again. Well, okay. you're a very compassionate person, and we appreciate your your love of trees. And there's a chance that'll happen too. Yeah. Okay. But, so but you, yeah, you'll be you'll be faced with a period when you're disappointed. I think when there's no progress. Yeah. But okay. then then if, if everything works well, you'll start seeing some progress. Or yeah, the fir- the first couple of years with you watering it is critical because. Uh, okay. Of course, we're in a drought now, right? And, and uh, uh, that that makes it difficult for new roots to penetrate that dried-off hard soil. So, uh, well, I made you, sure you, I dug deep. Your uh, water, dip, your watering is critical. So, okay. how long did it take you to dig that hole? Hmm. Uh, well, oh, you had a backhoe. Backhoe. Yeah, okay. using that backhoe, he was able to dig it up pretty quick. But then there was a lot of big boulders I had to pull out of that because I'm on the mountaintop. And those massive rocks, they were like 100 pounds each. I'd pull them out of there. And, and then he threw a few of them in there. He says, ah, these these cedar, these uh, these oak trees, they like little rocks around. Yeah. So uh, I said, okay, just put a few in there. But I bought <laughs> some soil and mixed it up with the native soil, That's you know, good. which is out. It's got a lot of chiggers I, I noticed i was scratching a lot like a, a lot of insects were crawling on me and i said what yeah. the heck's going on <laughs> okay well wow. uh, right. you'll have to keep us informed if, if, if we're still alive and on the radio in two years you call us back you well, and ask us how the tree and if you're it'll be and if your wife returns uh <laughs> yeah no <laughs> the uh now calvin I don't know why you haven't recommended a root stimulator. See, he won't. He won't talk about that. Look mm. at. I don't uh, think it does much. I mean, when you're talking about a a system that's a fifty-fifty chance of living, and the key there is the roots getting access to water, really potassium or a little bit of potassium or uh, a little bit, yeah. All those other uh, nutrients are, are not are not the factor. Someday it'll make a difference, but not now. Well, Gordon, oh, will you now. keep us informed? I, I sure will. Hey, yeah, thanks call, to you guys. Call, Mil- call Milton in two years. He'll still be alive. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to you guys. Uh, no, I've been listening. I think it was Milton back in the early seventies or something. I mean, I'm talking. I heard him on the radio when I was in my twenties, and I'm going, man, this wow. guy's still. On the was, radio. He, was he doing the classical music back then or the, uh, <laughs> the movie? I don't know. I was working down on Zarzamora Street as a draftsman, and I was in my 20s. And this was in the early 70s, and I heard him talking, and I said, man. And he's still in <laughs> there. You guys are still on there. That one guy, I can't I can't think of your name. Is it Milton? Is that who it is? Yeah, that's me. But I don't know. Uh, I don't remember yeah, being yeah. on the air. I don't want to disappoint you in the early 70s. I would, I, I've been here for 23 years. Yeah. I, haven't I? That would be, that would probably be Bill McReynolds that you were listening to. In oh, maybe so. 1990. Yeah, he was on, but I think I heard you. Maybe it was like 78. Not early 70s, like 78. Or, yeah. That's, that's right. When, right. That's when we started the garden show on W on Bill McReynolds show. That's that that's right. That's where there I used go. to listen to it. I got here in '89, <laughs> I think. All right. Thank yeah. you, Gordon. Thank Good you, luck, Gordon. You. Thank you for the nice words too. Thank you. Bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and while we do, you give us a call. 
at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Okay, y'all talk to yourselves a second. What should we you talk said? about, Neil? Talk about gardening. Gardening? Oh, is that oh, one pick on Neil Sperry, if you like. Okay. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll actually start out with a question from Neil. And uh, this is for, for Trace to listen to. He said, he got a question. said, my daylily isn't blooming this year. And its leaves are covered with these little pests. <laughs> are covered with these little pests. Uh, right. What are they, and are they the reason for non-flowering? And Neil answers. Uh, these are aphids. They're very common on daylilies early in the growing season. They normally are relatively harmless, but when they are present in numbers like this, they probably will drag your plant down. Remember that uh, all aphids are completely edible, as is the flowers of the daily. So the best way to get rid of these pests is, uh, is eat the flowers and pests together. And that way you don't have to add any meats. I wear Milton uh, when we need him to. <laughs> Put Cherry under control. Or you can control them with almost any general purpose organic or inorganic insecticide. Yeah, well, some folks just use a even soapy water solution. Yeah, wa- water. Yeah. So even just water will reduce the population considerably. Yeah, and, and uh, Neil agrees, Calvin. Says you can also get rid of many of them simply by washing them off with a hand stream of water, hard stream of water. Their population will wane as temperatures rise. And you'll notice if you if you don't spray strong insecticides on them, you'll notice that the ladybugs and other, other predators uh, they catch up too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, most of the time when you have that thick a population, you can see all... all uh, uh, Stages of the ladybird bug. Ladybugs, yeah. Uh, they well, they some people say they are dragons. They look like uh, thank you. Yeah. They look like dragons. <laughs> well, then the other the other thing I've seen a lot of in terms of predators are the wasps. The wasps are going in in, in there after. Oh yeah. Going after a- aphids and going after uh, uh, other. Oh, like there's a, those cucumber beetles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, they're everywhere. <laughs> and But the, the wasps are, are getting after them. Now, so. remember, uh, if you plan to eat the daylilies and the aphids, be sure to use a... Uh, uh, what, mustard or what? A, uh, well, uh, an or- organic. You don't use anything. You just scarf them right up. Right. 
But some people like to thin the population before they start eating. And remember... Oh, the aphids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, th I would think that'd be desirable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to put something on it that you're afraid they get, to They eat. get on your teeth. And yeah, and uh, some, of the, some of those insecticides uh, have a bitter taste, have an off taste. I don't know. I've never really <laughs> tasted it. Like the, like yeah, the bit of black bear bitter bug, Milton. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Milton's uh -huh. an expert on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! We never have, we don't have a lot of calls on black bear bitter bugs. No, I don't believe people are growing black bears like they used to. Oh, okay. Well, this year has not they, been great for them. It seems like the not the ninety-five yeah, degrees. Yeah, lack like of water too. And, yeah, and uh, also when you have uh, February freezes like we have. Yeah, they get they kind of get set back because the. Uh, the canes that produce the fruit are uh, had to go through that freeze, uh, even though, even though they didn't have leaves on them, but they did uh, go through the freeze. Uh, but we, I was very happy to see that uh, Mirrorburger had the best thorn, thorny <laughs> uh, blackberries that that's in the area, and that's called Kiowa. Like the Indian tribe. I guess they can still do that, can't they? Name them, name them after Indian tribes. I think if they're desirable. The Cheyenne and yeah. the Cow. Well, look at that. Look, they made them take the name off the baseball places, right? Well, Milton, right? I'm going to leave you on your own. Come just, on, Milton. Just keep going. Give give the information. <laughs> Okay, I've I've given the information. Okay, I'm I'm just worried that they're going to make us just quit calling Kiowa Kiowa. We're we're worry about it later. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll focus on this. I got so much to worry Sign about up. now, Milton. I, let yeah. this one go. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this one. Okay, but any Indian should be glad to be have this black bear named after Kiowa. Uh, okay, let's see. We got rid of that. <laughs> If you go, and remember, what is what's the fact that I always like to talk about on aphids, Milton? No, they're born pregnant. All of them are born pregnant. So it's it. They they may be as you get ready to eat them, you may be eating several generations. Oh. Eat the babies. That's Just, better than throwing them out on the ground we, like Calvin does. I did get uh, several responses from uh, readers on the column. Yeah. On the hummingbirds. Good. Yeah. The, the nice pictures the, too. The, the humming, yeah. The black chins are everywhere now. I suspect the the ne there's nests out there too, um, and you you can they'll get a little. Uh, oh, Aloof for a while, for a while until the the young are out of the nest and then they'll um, get get a little easier going. Uh, the hummingbirds will, but for a while they'll be territorial, and then and then they'll uh, when the young get loose and the young will be going after the all those uh, nectar plants we've been talking about mm -hmm. and also the hummingbird feeders. Yeah. If they, uh, if you got hummingbird feeders, that's the one thing about, uh, gosh, you, you put a hummingbird feeder out, and uh, 
in most places, especially in the San Antonio area, you know, you'll have a response in uh, less than a week. Wow. Two to three days, four days, they'll they'll find their uh, find the uh, sugar water and take advantage of it. Now, and if it's in, quite often, it's not just hummingbirds. We've got the our, our uh, golden-fronted woodpeckers have learned. Yeah, to learn. Yeah, they've learned that they bring their young to uh, the hummingbird feeders too to to uh, give them uh, to expose them to the easy pickings. Yeah, I want to also reiterate what Kevin wrote in his this week in the car column in the garden section says he says help the birds in your landscape survive the drought by providing bird baths as a water source rinse and refill them daily minimum danger minimize danger from the avian flu by spacing the water sources apart to make it likely that the birds will come into close contact yeah, not, uh, we're not sure how much of a threat they've uh, they've had. Some wild birds that have uh, died and then had the, that avian flu, but uh, it, it, they haven't drawn huge con- conclusion. Not like the poultry farmers and uh, turkey yeah. and everybody that that that's a, a major problem. <laughs> so just to be careful, you just. Uh, off your off of the water, it's probably more important that they get you know, water and uh, and don't have them. You don't have to have them right next to each other. Your your bird bass have them spread out a little bit so that it just keeps the populations apart. Yeah, and uh, that also goes for cats and pets and animals. Uh, like I said, I've adopted some cats in the neighborhood. I get their feral cat. Uh, but uh, I feel that bowl, I've got a dog bowl that I have, and I fill that bowl up uh, at least twice a day with fresh water. And we have food out there, too, and they come to the water more than they come to the food. Now, do they, do raccoons and possums come? Yep, yeah. And uh, do they, they cats just ignore them? Well, what the stupid raccoons do <laughs> is they wash their food. In the water bowl. Oh yeah, which which kind of makes it it look it looks bad. I mean, you know, the uh, residue off of the food looks it makes the water look dirty. And uh, my son uh, always says, "Well, we got to fill, we got to refill that, clean it out, and refill it." And I said, uh, "Jeremy." <laughs> I've seen dogs drink out of rancid ponds and mud puddles. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> my 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 two Westies seem like they would rather drink out of the uh, little uh, clay yeah. catcher at the bottom of a flower pot. There you go. Out of their brand new water. <laughs> well, that's seasoned. Yeah, that's got uh, got flavor in it. Is. I saw the other day you were talking about the uh, the cats and. There was a cat. I was wa- just left in my yard walking the dogs, and a cat, feral cat, ran across. Uh-oh. And 30 feet behind it was a skunk. Oh, no. Uh, and 
the dogs are just going wild. I mean, you know, we, we, we don't like to chase the skunk skunks. was chasing? Well, I, it was running in the exact same path, and I don't, huh. I don't know if it was just getting out of the way of the dogs or if some, you know, something behind it had got <laughs> chased it. But it was, yeah, it was just like a uh, seeing a, a comedy or something. But, yeah, like that book. Uh, Something went by that we used to. I used to read to Jeremy. I don't know. The uh, fly went by. F L Y. The fly oh, went okay. by. And there was a fly would go by, and then in the next page, there's a dog chasing the fly or something, and then the next page, a cat chasing the dog, and on and on and on. <laughs> it's a cute book. Okay. But. <laughs> But anyway, just remember uh, watering during this hot weather, and it's supposed to be hot this coming week. Do you, do you want me to read the weather? Okay. Uh, they go talk, if they are only talking about a tenth of my inch of <laughs> uh, rain, I don't even think they're giving a there's, tenth there's, of an inch. I don't think there's any rain in the forecast. No. Now, when I, on my column. Which is oftentimes when we get the most rain, so maybe we can be positive. <laughs> my columns, I. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you written about rain? Because generally it rains when you write about yeah. drought and stuff. Well, I, was, I write about the uh, hummingbird feeders, the sugar mm-hmm. water, mm-hmm. and I generally say uh, rinse them out, refill them every week. Yeah. And I know that. The editors at the Express News, they have, they have a tendency to change it to every two days. And I, wow. Well, I always, I always want to say, where, where did you get that data? No. You know? <laughs> now, some experts say one or two days, but I, I always like to question the, you know, it's just somebody that says, well, if one week is good, two days is better. You oh, know? Geez. But But it just gets to be... You don't want it to be a burden. Yeah. You, know, you want it to be enough to protect the uh, the hummingbirds. And what, what do they think? Uh, they think that water can't hold up for they, they, more than two two days. I think yeah. I think they they think of some our our microbes that maybe developing. Oh, those damn microbes. I've almost forgotten. What but they, but they, all, they, they also, they, they also brought them back up. <laughs> encourage you, you know, to boil the yeah. mix, and then, then a lot of times you end up putting it in the refrigerator <laughs> but, and drinking it later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's in. Uh, I've been at uh, some of the, some sessions where uh, hummingbird experts have uh, have. Uh, Kind of, kind of gone overboard, you know. If, uh, if this is this is good for them, mm-hmm. this is even better for them. And then you question them, and they, they say, "Well, well, no, there's no research that indicates that, <laughs> but it just makes sense." And, wow. But you gotta, you gotta be, gotta be reasonable uh, to get people. You want people to do what's uh, necessary yeah, no. to. No, get the we job gotta, done. We no got to take a quick break, and we'll be back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Calvin is helping somebody with the medicinal value of porterweed. Yeah, you'll have to look in your book. So 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. And uh, we'll talk with you about what's going on on this Memorial Day weekend. Um, let's see. I was trying to think of, he was asking interesting questions about, uh, do you know the plant that he was referring to? It didn't sound familiar to me. I didn't hear it, yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, but I, yeah, didn't, wasn't he was looking for medicinal plants, but uh, and Calvin turned him on to porterweed. Yeah, porterweed has a long history. And he said zinnias would, would cure what ails you. Yeah, zinnias are the, <laughs> the best of everything. You know. Uh-huh, yeah. This message paid for by the Zinnia Council. <laughs> you know what almost everybody's got in their yard that's good. That's an herb. Horse herb. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought he was going to say they rosemary. Have, <laughs> they wouldn't have called it an herb if it hadn't been an herb. Is porter weed a weed? Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I, uh, well, I don't know. Neil Sperry didn't seem to like it. so I'm, I'm going to have to ride Neil. Uh, yeah, of course. That's yeah. what I heard And yesterday. if Neil Sperry says it's it's not a good plant, it's not a good It's good plant, enough for then. Evelyn and I. Yeah. If yeah. Neil Sperry says it, Evelyn and I. Well, I'm surprised okay. Evelyn didn't call. To yeah, her. Evelyn, you got to call us. Did see if see if you read the article. I was uh, I was going to use Evelyn as an example of how how healthy porterweed is, uh, especially when you get a little bit older. Because I, I understand that's a little secret. older than you. The, yeah, yeah. That's I understand that's Evelyn's secret. So uh, she's maintained her vigorous gardening activity. Okay. And, and healthy look. Well, you need to. You need to really uh, for your whole family. You need to take cultivate that porter weed and. Uh, I gotta find out. He's talking what, about horse herb. Now. I'm sorry, horse herb. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get that nasty stuff, because you never have heard anything about uh, horse herb having any microbes, have you, mentioned? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I have. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to look it up online. <laughs> but uh, but if you look up, sure uh, if you do, if you look up hor- uh, porterweed, it's got a you know medicinal uses. Does it? Oof. There's a lot of yeah, huh. a lot of write-ups and and uh, and there's uh, I, do, I don't remember how many, but I mean there's like twelve or thirteen s- yeah. common selections, that, <laughs> and this one is used for this uh, home home uh, therapy. This one for this, and it could have something to do with the microbes. I got horseweed concerns are mounting for farmers. Horseweed? Yeah, is that different? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> or the uh, farmers, they're getting weedy, they're getting invasive, horse weed. Yeah, it's spreading faster than they can control it. That's, huh. Sounds like that. horse herb. <laughs> uh, they didn't, get, didn't give a scientific name? Huh? Hold on. Where is that from? MSU. 
which is... Is that Mississippi State, or what is MSU? Oh, there's about seven of them. At Michigan MSU. State University. Oh, Michigan. I'm, I'm sorry, Michigan listeners. That's up north. Okay, commonly referred as Mayor's Tale. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I don't It doesn't look like horse herb. No, I don't think it's uh, What's his name? Uh, Dennis. Mark can call us about... Oh. Because he's from Michigan. There you go. Well, we haven't heard from Mark in a while. Yeah, Mark's been quiet. He's not talking to Is us. He on a vacation, maybe. I don't know. He won't talk to us anymore. After Kevin gave him so much hell about not bringing a rain gauge, oh, I'm going I'm to have to tell Mark. It's like uh, when Bill McReynolds had uh, rain gauges with his picture on it. Oh, that was neat. Of available for everybody. And so the minute he started giving them out, it didn't rain for. Two months. We need a rain gauge with our three pictures on it, and then they're just about an inch tall each. So someone calling up, I got a half a Milton. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I like that. That'd be fun. Well, you remember when I got I, a Milton and a Calvin? When I was <laughs> conservation director, and every time we'd uh, call drought restrictions, uh-huh. we'd have we'd go to the, I'd go meet the uh, city manager on the steps of the courthouse. Yeah, and you would. And there were like it seemed like there were about five times, but I, I, actually there was two, I guess. And the the one time, what's worse, it started raining. Yeah. It didn't right. drought, and we we just ignored the rain out there, you know. <laughs> but it it just kept raining and raining and raining, and we ne- never did go you go should, into the restrictions. You had a rain gauge and hold it up. <laughs> so that yeah, so that got to be the running joke. All we had to do was yeah. call for. Restrictions uh, to, to get the rain started. What I told McReynolds, I said, "You're calling this thing the wrong thing. You named it the wrong thing. Instead of a rain gauge, it should be a dust gauge. See how much dust you had." In the he didn't think. He didn't. That was he didn't funny. think. Didn't, he didn't like that, huh? Didn't think that was funny. Who knows? <laughs> but it was. It was a fact. Uh, how many years did you work with uh, Bill? We started in uh, 76, I think it was. Okay. That's when uh, Gordon was listening to you. Yeah. And uh, me and Shirley Johnson and uh, whoever the, and General Dave Thomas. I got there in 89. Yeah. uh, Whoever the county horticulturist was, they had a a wind. No, I think Shirley had a wind. No, you had a wind. Anyway, uh, I had two days. Shirley had one. Shirley McC- uh, <laughs> Shirley Johnson. Is she still alive? I wonder. Mm. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, she had, and uh, County Horticulture said, I think it was Friday one day. But anyway, uh, we did that for a long maybe, time. Maybe 15 years. Wow. 15, 20 years, and uh, <laughs> the typical radio method. Mm-hmm. It was the most widely sought-after sponsorship on WAI. Wow. There were people lined up to get to, to get that. Very cool. And what happened to it? Why did they take it off? I don't know. Because they brought in a consultant. Oh, and he said. That's kiss of death. Mm. And uh, he said that uh, you should only have live programs, hours taped, 
and that uh, regardless of the popularity of the thing, uh, they move drive time back. In other words, you know, they have a certain designated time slot that is drive time. Right. When people are in their cars. Evening. Yeah. And uh, they moved it back into our time slot. Most consultants. Early in the morning. Four, four, four thirty, five o'clock. Oh, my gosh. We had people listening in Canada. Yeah, I bet, uh, especially on OAI. All my buddies on ten, in Tennessee were listening. Oh, that's cool. It was all over the place. All right. 210-308-8867. But, yeah, that is, you, could, you could hear OAI oh, yeah. all the way up there. All right. Sorry, 210-308-8867. Robert is on the line. Robert, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. How are you doing? Oh, fine, fine. I'm, I'm kind of confused on something here. I, I got, uh, I don't know. Do you, have you heard of fairy rings in a yard, in a, in a lawn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a fairly common thing. What is it? <laughs> fairy rings. Fairy rings. So yeah, they're, they're just what they uh-huh. are. They're rings. Yeah. Have you got fungus. that? Have you got that? Yes, a fungus. Yes, yes, I have it, and it's growing, and, and uh, I don't know how to get rid of it. Is there anything that you can uh, enlighten me to get rid of it? Yeah. Uh, almost any fungicide. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the fungicide called uh, uh, fung- fungal, not fungal, that's, no, that's, a, that's a, another chemical. F-stop? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Okay. F-stop. Little F, and then capital S-T-O-P. If I remember right, it doesn't stay long. Does it? Does it does what? It, and it doesn't stay long anyway, the fairy oh, ring. Oh, the fairy ring. <laughs> no. Stay long. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's sort it's, of a rare occurrence. Yeah. It's so a, congratulations. <laughs> but uh, that, that F-stop will uh, stop a lot of... Uh, Fungus outbreaks, uh, including brown patch, and some some say that it'll stop takeoff patch. But uh, it'll definitely, like Kevin says, usually when the hot weather comes, and most people are not watering excessively, uh, it'll kind of stop, go yeah. away, won't Dis- spread, disappear in a short yeah. time. Well, I've I've had this thing. For over two years uh, now, and it, it's getting bigger and bigger. It's it's between two oak trees. I have two large oak trees, and it was like six, maybe four, five, six foot when I bought the uh, house. But it's now up to about ten, twelve foot wide. But, and but it, uh, you're sure it's a fairy ring, huh? It's not just a a tree dead area that's uh, uh, rotting. No, no, it is a fairy ring. I, I've, uh, I've checked up on it, and that's what they say it is. And uh, well, that is, that's much easier to, if you, yeah, your f stop, yeah, should deal with it. Now the, there was a, uh, organic material under there. That's a little harder. It'll keep coming back. But that, that, that would even help for that. Uh, f stop will even help for that. Well, where, where can I buy f stop? Any place, any any nursery has it, and of course Millburger has. Uh, I was I was putting cornmeal on it, and uh, 
few other, you know, odd odd things, but uh, that doesn't seem to help. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So it's going to take over all the yard the way it sees. And then it jumped over the the road or the or the deal to my uh, my neighbor. <laughs> and I don't know how in the world that thing must be something else, huh? Okay. Well, what happens uh, with this spreading rain? Do do you see a definite ring of dead grass adjoining uh, live grass? Yes, exactly. And it, the center part kind of, kind of has a few, uh, you know, some of the some of the grass. But it is a definite ring, and on the outer rings, it it, it kills the grass, and it just spreads and spreads. So. Uh, uh, Okay. You mean it even occurs? It spreads during uh, dry weather. Yes, it's. It doesn't. Uh, nothing phases it. It just keeps going. How much do you water your lawn? Well, I uh, I water like you know once a week or so, sprinkle it, and uh, I read on the internet that the more water you put, uh, the the more it likes it. Oh yeah. Well, that's true on some of those fungus. But uh, also with the water comes the environmental conditions like uh, usually hot weather stops it, except uh, for take-all patch. Yeah. Uh, Which which, uh, only spreads uh, in the summer. But uh, then you've got uh, brown patch, which likes moist, uh, cool temperatures. And then early spring. Yeah, little... Dips or yeah, where water stands yeah. or, or stays wet all the time. Yeah, well, try it. Try your f stop. I, I suspect you'll get a success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your help. Go, and I'll uh, try that f stop. Go ahead and get you some uh, popsicle sticks. Uh, I don't remember. Have, do they make popsicle mm-hmm. sticks anymore? But uh, uh, something to mark the boundaries of that uh, fair ring, as you call it, uh, yeah. all the way around it, and then put on your F-stop and see if it stops it. Okay. Yeah, it's easier well, to to see where it's moving. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it, it's, a, it, it's a, a round ring, period. I mean, there's no... This way, that way, nothing. It's just uh, a pure round ring. <laughs> well, well, let us know. Keep keep us informed. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting, <laughs> especially yeah, this uh, this uh, in this heat and dry weather. Yeah, and don't be walking through it or mowing it or anything like that. Well, there's all kinds of uh, folk tales about uh, being in the middle and all this, and the fairies will get you and all this. So I don't know how true that is. <laughs> yeah, if we don't hear from you, we'll probably we'll, we'll assume that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate you. Help. Good okay. luck, Gordon. Thanks. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Robert's gone, but you can give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Sixty-seven. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin writes, um, as we've been talking about earlier, when you water freeze damaged plants such as viburnum, Mexican olive, and zydosoma, water at the base so the injured root ball has adequate water 
to send up to send up to the foliage. Remember, a number of such plants won't warn you of dryness by wilting. By wilting, they just defoliate. So uh, that that's good good exam good advice and the same advice I gave the guy yesterday. Uh, we've got to realize that that even though it's how long has it been a, two, a year and a half, two years? Yeah, let's see. Since Fe- we had that hard freeze, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one in yeah. February. Okay. So one one and a half years. And, yeah. And a half year. And and that was a super hard freeze. Uh, so you you probably, if your trees are thinned out with le- with leaves. Now that this doesn't mean live oaks that thin period, especially most springs. Um, but if if your regular tree has uh, thinned out, it's still got uh, healthy foliage from top to bottom. Then, uh, but not as thick as it usually is. Uh, I would imagine that that root ball has been damaged, and if it has been damaged, uh, you need to treat it like a recently planted uh, plant. And and the way you do recently planted plants, the way you water them, uh, every. Uh, it, especially in a drought, is uh, water that root ball right at the base of the tree uh, every week, at least every week. And if it's recently established, I mean, you've just gotten shrubs and things, uh, water twice a week. Right at the root ball, slow, pen- so, slow penetration into the soil. That's one don't of the, let it run off. It's one of the uh, ways to use that uh, tree hugger. Tree, tree hugger. hugger. Yeah, that's why I use. Yeah, they're they're efficient and 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 they put the water where you want. Yeah, it. barely turn it on. And I'm just curious. So, Uh-oh. what if you plant? I know that's when it gets scary. Yeah. You are curious. So, what if? <laughs> I didn't want to mention it. I thank you. Well, I appreciate you not mentioning it. Just just stay that way. <laughs> what if you have like a plant like uh, Sanisa that doesn't like water? And you're trying to establish it. Is it okay to to still take that same? No, you got to be, be careful with Sanisa. Yeah. Okay. Because because you remember, I know Jerry and I remember. I don't know how many years it was, <laughs> ten or eleven years ago, when we had a, a series of rainy periods, and we actually Sanisa in hedges and and in containers. Yeah. Died. From excessive rain, even though they were well-drained containers, and yeah. water, water was supposedly going right through, but it just stayed <laughs> soggy, and they just leaves fell off. Yeah, so, yeah I always thing. tell the story. The first xeriscape garden in San Antonio was up there by the uh, botanical garden, botanical center, and uh, they had a sign up there, xeriscape, and people, local nurseries. Uh, uh, donated uh, big plants and had a ceremony and everything. It was a beautiful sign. And they do- somebody they donated some huge sinesis. Uh It must have been four or five of them planted right behind the sign. 
which was pretty. The next spring, <laughs> we had a had a rainy spell. No, it's hard to believe, <laughs> but we had a rainy spell, and uh, killed every one of those. Hmm. We did the the same thing on uh, on the library, you know, and we did yeah. the, the recycling. <laughs> uh, so they for the air conditioner. Hmm. So you know, we had all those floors of air conditioning, and so we collected that air conditioning water, and we had this the nice but limited size garden. And we didn't have any provision that the water, if there was too much water, that it would go into the, into the sewer. So that's so all the the water came down and flooded. It would have been all right if we were trying to build the swamp. Down there, but that killed everything. Mm. They had to start over and redo it. Hey, you we know, need to take. Oh, go ahead. We need to take a quick break. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 938. Yeah. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Don't forget, if you've got a bothersome insects or rodents or whatever you got, uh, termites, ants right now, uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the place to call to take care of that and to develop a, uh, a kind of relationship with a company that uh, is going to help you out and uh, going to keep you uh, informed and keep you uh, pest-free. Uh, Spider-Man and Warren Remy have been doing this. They're the same. Have been doing this since 1976. They've been your web of protection. And you do a great job because you're part of the process. Uh, they make sure that they're talking to you, that you know what's going on, that they've looked at the problem holistically to find out where things are coming in uh, or how you can prevent them. And, um, yep, they'll just help you about like, a lot. Go to um, so go GoSpiderManPest.com. Go SpidermanPest.com or call them at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. I thought that corgi is going to step on that butterfly. Huh? But, the, but the corgi made the turn. It, it's funny watching people. First of all, they take, want to take pictures of it. Which is moving. It's going to be yeah, tough to. Yeah. Now, if you go, if you went and whisper to it. Yeah, but they. They don't know how to whisper, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. You're just the but butterfly anyway, whisperer. <laughs> anyway, they could walk up with a dog, so you say, well, the dog going to get that butterfly. And uh, the lady takes an alternate route. Right. <laughs> rather than taking yeah. a chance on the dog yeah. damaging the butterfly. Getting the... Well, hey, so. mention his name, and here he comes. Oh, hey, it's God. Mark Peterson. Oh, look at him go. Man, he's got some serious balance. Hi, Mark. What's going on? Get on the air with us. Did you hear us talking about you? Was that the issue? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Time was, to defend yourself. Huh? I was uh, listening last week. There was some good conversation going yeah. on. I meant to come by or call in, and and I didn't. And then and I heard my name mentioned again. Find us some uh, rain gauges. Well, that was the other thing. So I was not aware I was supposed to get some rain gauges for yeah, you. But I, I will, I will happy, happily. Did you like it. my idea? Uh, yes, uh, half a Milton <laughs> yeah. or a four Calvin. Yeah. Oh man, I had a full Calvin last night. I had a full night. Calvin. Uh, oh man, it was it was it was noisy. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Yeah, the rain uh, gauge. There are pictures on it. I had a four Calvin. Huh. So instead of uh, numbers, we'd have your pictures. Yeah, exactly. So, so oh, they're, oh. they're each an inch tall, and so, so yeah. So I had a maybe, quarter Parsons. Yeah, a quarter Parsons. <laughs> And was then, it more and, than a ten? And then we would go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, the rain gauge does it for Don't you. Don't encourage. Don't encourage. Yeah. That, that, there you go. I find myself on the on the road now, listening to either your radio show or maybe the news, and I find myself going a lot more often. Oh, that's a shame. I, I, That'd I, be from, cool. From my yeah. Well, I can hear it now when <laughs> when Jerry passes, and you'll be they'll ask you about well, what kind of effect did he have on you? On you? Well, he influenced me a lot. Yeah. I have never done this as much. Yeah, but uh, but that'd be neat. So on the rain gauge, after it rains, you press a button. You don't actually look at it. It gives you a computerized report, and if it's below an inch, it just goes. <laughs> That's the Parsons rain gauge. That might be not, might be not too hard to prevent to start. Okay, sorry, Mark. A futuristic, it would be a yes. hologram. Oh, well, a hologram geez. where Jerry would come oh, on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, Mark, I, I, that's a, I think that's a tiger swallowtail, but she, yeah. he, he is sure into that mud. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And that, that you know, I, I wrote an article uh, a few years ago on that, that it is kind of important to have, um, I don't know, sand or, or mud or some type of thing uh, because the butterflies need it. And they need the nutrients, minerals out of that. Um, so uh, so when we think of the three things, uh, food, shelter, and water, um, if you want some butterflies, huh, maybe uh, get a little bit of mud out there or sand okay. going on out there. Does That's it get in idea. their crawl? Is that why they use it, put it in their crawl? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Just like a bird. Yeah, like a bird. So, just like a bird. And we were, You don't want to know. Um, <laughs> the other on. thing I was talking about was we want to know if you know what, what horseweed or mare something was. Uh, it's mare's tail. Mare's tail. And right. uh, I went, uh, no. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. I, I, rem- I don't remember. However, that's a lovely quick segue. I discovered... Yesterday, the reason I have so many issues with a certain uh, gardening writer, I found out he has two degrees from that school down south, Ohio State University. Uh, (laughs) Who who is that? Yeah, that was Neil. He, yeah. he says he's a Texan with two advanced degree or degrees from Ohio State University. I went there. It is. There it is. Now we know. Said the person who went to Michigan State University, okay. <laughs> the the if other great yeah. horticultural school in the Midwest. I wanted people to, to understand why you were. Yeah. I went to a, a winter session at Michigan State one time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, I, How many I times did you go? You just I, one. I, well, you didn't. Uh, 
You didn't leave once you got there <laughs> with the snow and everything. And oh. it, and did you ever did you hear me talking about the book I found online? Yeah, that was uh, that was like three weeks ago, four weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, you really do listen. Yeah, yeah. And did you know W. R. Mattoon or C. B. Webster? Uh, C. B. Webster sounded more not. from it. Here. Okay. No, it's turn of the, the century. Book, yeah, the bo- no, no, no. That, that one's this. This one's. From, I mean, twenty-seven, wasn't it, or thirty-seven? No, this one is from. Uh, oh, sixty-two. Yeah, something like sixty-two. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is still too young for you. Which I have. Still too old. What I was going to respond back is I have a tree ID book. From about the same time period. Oh, wow. And I put it in our little library that we have in our department, and I said, if anybody can find the mistake in here, you know, they'll they'll get a $10 gift card from me. Whoa. Um, and no, one, no one's taken up on me. I, I've given clues and everything. Huh. Somebody, okay. somebody, so, uh, so I'm going to give it out this, on the radio. Is this a topic that uh, our audience knows anything about, or is it just you two? It just are, us two. It's just yeah. us two. Yeah. It, yeah. No, no, Milton mentioned uh, there, a couple at, of weeks ago. Look at the, the folks following the Forest Trees uh, of Texas. How to know them. All right. Get ooh, to know them. Ooh, that may be the one with the mistake in it. Oh, was it Bulletin 20? No. Okay. It was uh, it, it, on your book. Go up and look at the. Uh, oh, you said it didn't have any ID or any drawings in it. It has drawings. See, that's okay. the, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Oh no, 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 I have an earlier version of that one. Okay. I used to have that one. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. The uh, the photos of certain of the red oaks were incorrect. Ooh, there's your hint. Yeah. So someone's going to get it on Tuesday. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. I did have a, uh, a reason other than saying that I found the reason why yeah, Neil and I disagree all the time. Oh, uh, you're, you're mentioning of watering of a large tree transplant. Yeah. You forgot the, the world famous, now internationally famous, 321. Three times a week for the first month, twice a week for the second month, once a week for the third month. Oh, only on the RuPaul, so, which uh, which combines all of your your uh, your assistance for that person. But, yeah. But well, uh, did you hear Gordon and his soak? Yeah. Okay. Well, parts of it because I was in and out of the laundry mat. Oh, okay. I, I when he was talking, I could imagine him put, putting together. It's like a bomb shelter, you know, all his supplies, mm-hmm. so he could sit there and take care of his oak tree. And water. Gordon was serious. Yeah. How old would you and, guess and it was if it was 20 to 30 feet tall and 9-inch caliper? A Nine-inch nine diameter. Okay. Right. So uh, he has put on a minimum of two two gallons per caliper inch, so three times a week on oh, the okay. first month. So 18 gallons. Oh, okay. Yeah, Only a, but, but on the root ball. Okay. No, I was guessing how old would you guess it was? Oh, guess it. The Mark's quick and dirty method. Okay. Is to take nine inches divided right. divided by one quarter, if you remember your math, which means divided you, by a quarter. Divided or? by one quarter, quarter of an inch of growth a year. So that means if you if everyone remembers their fifth grade um, mathematics, that would be nine times four. Okay, Jerry. So oh, okay. So it was a minimum of, of, of uh, what's that, 36? Jerry, Jerry, uh, minimum Jerry. of 36 years, plus oh. or minus 25. Okay. Jerry and I estimated <laughs> a, 
It's got a 50-50 chance it may live. Yeah, and I was even more negative. I'm, I'm driving the road. I'm going, oh, okay, probably 46-day. Mm. Tree that size at 9 inches, rarely. In that kind of soil. In that kind of soil. And then he threw the, put the rocks in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, all the things, it's like. I'm pulling for Gordon. But, on the other hand, it was a live oak. Yeah, and yeah. live oaks withstand human abuse better than any tree species I've ever known. Okay, I've seen. Yay, live oak! Yeah. Go live oak! So, Go live. So oak. that's in the that's my fit. Mm-hmm. If, if, if it was said of cedarum or red oak or oh. a pecan, I wear it. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> oh man, these poor microphones are taking a beating. And, and, and anyway, but the, but everything you said, uh, but he did have, he, he said he was getting fertilizers. And I went, mm, you never yeah, really fertilize yeah, we, a stress tree. Yeah, we, so I, I couldn't tell if you had minimized we, that. Yeah, right. we had told him, he he told him to stop yeah. fertilizing until he saw. So everyone out there is, if you have a stress growth. tree, you, you don't. Have you ever, Jerry's got a Chinese pistache that's sending out, seed, it's got seedlings everywhere. Have you ever have you seen that? <laughs> we we discussed that. Oh, we, we discussed that. So, so the funny thing is, after we discussed it, and I said, uh, I don't, I, I haven't really seen a whole lot of Chinese pistache spreading. I went to Comanche Park, and I took the trail, and I went, oh, Lord. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was uh, late October, 1st of November, and so you could tell which one. I would go up and check the leaves. And see if it was, yeah, it was Chinese pistach. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So that, Jerry's never going to forgive me on this one because <laughs> I disputed him. Oh, I don't know why that started all at once. That's what I can't understand. They, they're all, they were all about the same uh, inch yeah. and a half, two-inch caliper mm-hmm. trees. So. Yeah. so, yeah, so they were all about that, and it appeared that they were, it was all. Maybe it was that particular year or years, it was good for germination. Maybe so. But I'm sneaking around all over the neighborhood, <laughs> cutting them down and putting. <laughs> I, did, I just thought it was like timing. I, I disagreed with him, and, and sure enough, there it was. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. That's the same. <laughs> Anyway, so what uh, uh, programs are in, in place yeah, what's right going now? on? Oh, 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 oh! This is uh, that's the other thing. Thank you, Kelvin. Kelvin, yeah, it's just, he's transferring his spirit back to when he was director. Yeah. So, and uh, a couple of weeks, maybe seven days, um, we will reinstitute the formerly known patio scape with pavers and flagstone. It was a coupon, which required vendors to do certain things. Uh, and we're going to transform that into a rebate program, which means you keep the re- your receipts and we'll rebate on a certain amount of the dollars or uh, more likely we're in the final stage of deciding. More like it's going to be so many dollars per square foot. This time we're going to include decks. Hmm. Because that was one of the number one requests is, does this include decks? And I really like decks. Um, uh, You you get rid of the grass, and the trees can exploit that lovely soil underneath the deck. So Mm -hmm. can the skunks. So can the skunks and raccoons. Yeah, and And wildlife habitat. Yeah, it is under there. 
So think about it. It's cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna add that to. You suppose kind of Porter Weedle? Yeah. Porter Weedle fit right into. <laughs> yeah. So in the next week or two, uh, we'll be announcing that on the website. And Milton, what is that website again? Was it uh, gardening style San Antonio? The garden style San Antonio. Yes. That's dot. Correct. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And is is that going to be when the plants are going to be given away? <laughs> no, that's not when the plants. You missed however, that. that was that was a couple weeks however, ago. Where were you? However, 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 there is growing support, unfortunately, because I have to do it. Growing support for a fall or autumn bloom. All right, like spring bloom, autumn bloom. Autumn bloom. You're a good man. Yeah, that was uh, that was a, a couple of the saw staff. Uh, throughout the them. company went went promoted the the, the name autumn yeah, there you go good for them so uh so in around october 1st okay that's the date that we have tentatively set it'll be cool then yeah it was sort of cool uh, <laughs> uh and then i will make sure that you get a personal yeah personal invite yeah i was gonna say he better be there (laughs) and you be be sure to thank uh whoever those people were yeah so i uh if i do get the word for it then uh uh then i have to like negotiate with peterson's and see what kind of plants we'll be going at that time who is our uh, listener that had went to the plant giveaway for the city uh and uh, she got there. Oh, that was that Lisa. Lisa. She said she got there at the time it no. was supposed to start, and it was already <laughs> they'd already given everything away. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, made myself at these events uh, scarce, and I do uh, do all the radio work. There you uh, go. And we have a, a, a radio uh, station at a short short distance, about a mile. Uh, and and a phone to call in questions. Oh, okay. So Rob and I do that, but we make ourselves like away from everybody else, so we don't get those people getting out their cars and coming towards us. Uh huh. Yeah. So we make ourselves hidden <laughs> for those. In fact, that, that, that's typically what happens on those on giveaway programs. The same thing on the the toilet programs. We, yeah, we, we do we for years, and and it just get, then you get a. You get some safety issues and and the Crawford lettuce giveaway. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was a, that was a little easier to control. Yeah, than, uh, <laughs> yeah I feel, we I feel you're coming up on a break here. We are coming time. up a break, so we'll take a quick one and come back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. He'd always stop right there and say, That's something to be proud of. That's a life and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Still time to, to get a call in. Don't forget about next week's Top Tomato Contest here at Millburgers, where you could win fun prizes and nice prizes, too. It's the uh, original Top Tomato Contest here at Millburgers, and uh, it starts uh, entries start at 930 and the uh, the judging starts at oh, 
at 1230. Dear, do you remember <laughs> to take your stickers off from Central Market before you bring right, them? Right, yeah, yeah. And, and, and also the glue sometimes leave yeah. a little glue residue. Yeah. So you, how do you clean that off? Is that on plain answers? Yeah, yeah, just use a... You can use Windex like if you dog, want to, yeah. or just a, a little, little, little more nail so. polish, then. a little acetone. <laughs> and then let's see. Well, it wouldn't been... matter if all three, all three of your tomatoes had exactly the same amount of glue on them. That's true. Because yeah. they'd be uniform. Yeah. Uh, we have the blood drive coming up. You can go to millburgernursery.com to find out about that. And you can register there, too. And then David Rodriguez will be here on, ah, in the morning. And, uh, and he'll be talking. Uh, it's a free uh, seminar yeah. on crepe myrtles and, uh, and he, color. He loves. Uh, he's going to be a judge, you know. Oh, good. Okay. And treat the in the fruit tomato deal. Okay. And we always and provide he, a lot of support for him. Yeah, yes. yeah. And and he loves to explain to him to people why he didn't choose their oh, particular sample. Be sure to ask him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, yeah, I just, uh, or Jerry will, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry if, Jerry's a tomato attorney. If, if you feel as though you've been wrong in this, <laughs> he will talk to David. There you go. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah, that's right. Exact, exactly. Uh, T-M-O, T-O-M-A-T, does that work? No. The, uh, and we've got all the information uh, and some Samples on plantanswers.com under the under the uh, topics of the month, and you can you can look at uh, look at the pictures there on the bottom of the page there about uh, bottom of the entry, and see uh, you see a lot of pretty tomatoes, but no winners. I mean you don't see they all have to look like identical twins. That's triplets. Yeah, triplets. That's for that's for the regular size and right. large yeah. tomatoes. And then and what are six for the cherries? Tuplets. What are six tomatoes? <laughs> no, octuplets is all I can remember. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, the, the uh, there's quintuplets, yeah. which is five. Okay. Now, anyway, stay away from that. Want to uh, put the big one in there? Put two yeah. of the medium size, perfectly identical. Plant uh, fruit in there, and then you just can't resist putting the bigger one in there. And they want to brag. And they want to brag. And if you're going to leave stems on, leave all the stems the same length. Oh yeah. And if you're going to leave them on clusters, now all you got to do is look at the at the for produce in uh, H E B and whatever Central like that. Central market. To look Central to see market, how they, yeah. they display yeah, theirs. They now, what if I've got three perfect tomatoes right now, a week before the contest? You could put them, if they're perfectly, you know, perfectly yeah, ripe. For the, perfect? Huh? Oh, yeah. If they were perfect, put them, put them, I would put them put in them? the fridge. Yeah, yeah that's too. what Jerry was going to say. Hydrator. Uh, if if they, they needed to. No, what's it? You always remind me. Once they are physically mature, yeah, they will or will not add more sugars. In, in well, they, 
the war, the story is that uh, they don't get any taste. Well, don't say story. You tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm at your knee here. You're teaching me these the things. Story. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it's accurate. <laughs> but people believe that they they <laughs> taste better, have sweeter, uh, if they're ripened on the plant. And for that for that reason, people a lot of times, especially going into the fall. We'll pull the whole plant up mm-hmm. and let the tomatoes will ripen and ripen. I swear that the BHN 968 yeah. uh, tastes better after it sits in your on your uh, counter for Is there? a week. Uh, yeah. It could. Well, see, that, now that's the way I grew up on it. I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, as long as it's mature size mm-hmm. and you put it on the windowsill or, or on the counter mm-hmm. with some... Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I was going to say blanket. That's not right. A towel or a paper towel. And then they all mature. And then they're good. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. Okay. All work. right. I just I got one, one business thing. Okay. One go. business thing. Go ahead. Real quick. Uh, so there may be one entity in the area, otherwise known as the Edwards Aquifer Authority. That might be going into stage three if we don't get any rain. Hopefully there's something out in the Pacific coming up. Oh. Uh, now, that does not mean the city of San Antonio will go into stage three. Right. Stage three is written in the ordinance such that we have an option to go in. And the city manager had, on the basis of what Saws uh, describes and explains to him, we may or may not go into stage three. Stage three has a lot of bureaucratic oh, is that, issues. Is no. that, is that, when does the drip irrigation go into Ah, So that, that, that's one of the irrigation issues. There's two drip issues. One, when you go into stage three, you're only allowed to run the drip irrigation Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But more importantly, it's written in there that all sprays must be removed from new beds in a planning, planning phase when they submit landscapers and builders submit their landscape plans to the city. Beds may no longer have any sprays. It must be all drip. Huh. So that right there, if you think about it, uh, it's going to be a bureaucratic nightmare. At what point in time does yeah, when was a person it? like me go down and go, okay, that 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 plan is no longer legal. That plan is no longer legal. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how you and then And then you must, oh, by the way, you must submit, re, resubmit your plans at cost, at more, at the prescribed cost for plans. So Stay. I don't want to go there. Yeah, so now on stage two, you can run your... Drip irrigation anytime? Anytime, any day, except during the standard prohibitory periods, the 11 to 7. Five days a week. You can actually do even do it on the weekends. Okay, good. Yeah. So so currently, that's what you may do. And, of course, that's important for our vegetable, our raised beds, uh, as we want to get them more of a consistent water source on that. But the lawns and... uh, the regular drop tolerant beds that plants that we sell here at Millburgers, um, they can they can go for once a week. No what where do, oh go ahead. Where, so where does that leave the average homeowner who just has the sprinkler type thing? And 
So if Edwards three. goes into stage three, right. that reflects the permittees. Saws is one of the biggest permittees from the Edwards. We have to reduce our pumpage. Okay. So, But that does not necessarily mean the city of San Antonio says stage three, which applies to all the... Sorry, I'm, That's okay. I'm, I'm waving my microphone around for those. Uh, uh, that does not mean uh, the individuals have to go into stage, or the citizens of San Antonio and the ETJ okay. have to go into stage. So that's more of a, a governmental bureaucratic issue. Oh, okay. Here's the good point. Um, he pointed to Calvin. The good, the good point, uh, and I pointed to Calvin, is that this started back in Calvin's uh, days. That's why I pointed to him. Wow. Is the ASR. Aquifer storage and recovery. You can only have the pumps going one way. So, so for so many years now, we've been bringing Edwards water, spare Edwards water, into the aquifers and to the Creza Wilcox aquifer, and we store it underground. It's about three or four uh, apple apple whites underground that we store. So just recently we have turned the pumps around, and now we're pumping that water back up into the saw system. Oh, okay. Is this the first time we've ever done that? No, no, no. We've done oh, it a, a couple of times before. But uh, we we haven't turned it back in a long time. Uh, we haven't had the need for three or four years. Because, it, yeah, it's, it struck me as I'd lost kind of track of it, and I mm-hmm. saw it a little while ago that all of these uh, – Storage areas have been are full of water, and I say, yeah. where in the, when when did they all get pumped in full? <laughs> but so so it worked the way we so, expected. So it, yeah. so it worked, yes. So just I was telling you we have one minute left. Oh, oh no, I'm just okay. uh, that, That's enough. I want you to all summarize. Okay. I just, but that was a uh, job issue that I just had to remind everybody when they hear about it on the news. There's actually two stage threes. One's the AA. And one is the city of San Antonio. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank Very you, cool. Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for coming by. All right. We are going to be uh, saying goodbye for today, but we're back next weekend at Millburgers. And boy, oh boy, there's a lot going on. It's blood drives, lectures, top tomato contests. So go to millburgernursery.com to find out all about it. We'll say goodbye for today. Have a, uh, a safe holiday uh, Monday if you're off tomorrow. And uh, on behalf of uh, the docs, thanks hey, to Al for doing Yeah, take advantage of the no sales tax tomorrow, uh, today and tomorrow. Okay, see you next week on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.